Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, this is Man Baggage. My name's Russell Kane. This is the space where I get various types of blokes, men, boys, whatever you want to call us together. We drill into their heads and we try and work out what makes men tick. We're trying to compile a Haynes manual of the male mind, a user's guide for other men and women to understand what's going on with their brothers, their mates, their uncles, their dads, and everyone in between. We have a diverse range of people on here. We have non-binary people, gay, straight. doesn't seem to make any bloody different. Masculinity is in crisis. There's something going on, and I reckon it's just because we don't understand what makes these engines tick. And what better way to do that than to get compelling male guests each episode question them on a topic of my choosing and find out if it sheds any light onto masculinity in general. As always, I will have a female auditor ready to call bullshit on any sexist generalizations that men drift into, which happens more often than we would like on this uh, show. So on Man Baggage today, I'm joined by Callum Jones. If the name rings a bell, it should. Uh, Love Island super stud fell off of the scaffolding into the villa. <laughs> Callum, welcome. Cheers for having me. I'm looking forward to this. What's life like now post that Love Island experience? What are you up to? Where are you sticking your energy? What's the future hold? Sticking your energy. Do you know what? It's, it's a bit of a strange one because obviously I come off and work nine to five. Now I'm just sat here doing not much really. Just all the Instagram stuff. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I can't complain. It's better than being on the scaffold in it. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. Do you know the interesting uh, fact about scaffolders? They're in the same life insurance group as comedians. And I travel around... And what, how, how does that work? I travel around in nice cars and, uh, and I eat nice food and eat nice... Like, because I'm just as likely to die from a massive heart attack or a mental health crisis <laughs> as you are to fall off a scaffolding and break your spine. Comedy is fucking dangerous. You're literally better <laughs> off winching yourself up. Like topless on a scaffold <laughs> covered in baby oil, going, Oh, I love nice tits, as you are getting del- <laughs> delivered in a limo to the comedy store. Now, we can't, I can't do this on your own, Callum. I'd love just to, to talk to you about loyalty, which is today's subject. But we are joined by my, my wife, uh, Lindsay <laughs> Kane, who was supplied to me originally by an agency, and then in the end, we just decided to make it official. <laughs> he's lying, he's so full of shit, he's so full of shit. And clearly, <laughs> and I've really just realized. <laughs> I realise that you don't like my hat, considering you've made two comments no, about like my hat, hat in the last few cute. minutes. No, that means that that's what it means. That, no, that is, those subtle comments means he doesn't like my but hat. I, do, I actually do like the hat. 
Mm. I just, I do like that. I just want to put you down a bit because you look fit and that's what boys doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? A bit too fit, so you have to be slated. Anyway, so we're talking about loyalty. I mean, um, I'm assuming people know what loyalty means, giving or showing firm and constant support or allegiance to a person or institution. It's got so many different meanings. But in the dating game with boys and girls, I mean, poor old Callum, he's been to the university, college and PhD of loyalty. He's been through Love Island. I mean, the Casa Amor that happened um, this year, for example, we really saw it. For those of you who don't watch Love Island, sorry, I should just, people will be going, I don't fucking listen to it. We have to talk, Callum, as though someone's never watched it. But basically, Love Island is a dating show where guys and girls try to fall in love in a villa. It's a sort of reality experience. And then halfway through, they're split up. And those bonds are tested in something called Casa Amor, where they go off and some other girls are dropped in or some other boys are dropped in and they see if they're loyal. And there was one young man, I won't name him this year because I know he wasn't very happy with me talking about it, who went and sort of started getting off with loads of other girls. And he made the argument, this is an amazing one, when I'm getting off with other birds, it's my way of showing my loyalty to you by testing myself. (laughs) <laughs> which I thought was quite funny, but then he was very, very unhappy about that and called me out on it for making fun of him. But people can be snobby about it, Callum, and they are snobby about it. But I think I think you can watch it like a David Attenborough programme as well because it brings human mating into like a scientific experiment, doesn't it? And at time and time again, women appear to be more loyal than men. Statistically, do you agree? I would say so. From what, yeah, from what I've seen, I would definitely say so. I don't understand what it is with, with men. I think it's the thrill of it more than anything. Callum, can I ask, are you in a relationship now? I am, yeah. Yeah. Is it with Molly? Yeah, yeah. For, off the show, Molly, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Two and a half years. No, three years. That's very good. Well done. What an achievement to come out of there. It's, it yeah, does work. It works. Yeah. I think men are probably more wired to, obviously, they are, aren't they, to like spread the seed to as many yeah. places as possible. The curtains, the duvet, the socks. Yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think in today's society, there's so much opportunity. So I think there's that, there's the, the the need and the want to do it and there's also the opportunity and can they get away with it, yes or no type thing. I think, do you remember when we did we did the podcast with Chris DiStefano, the American big yeah. comedian guy? So I get the impression that his, his missus is like, you know, quite feisty and doesn't put up with anything. And Chris is a handsome guy as well, so I imagine he gets a lot of attention. It's just the same thing, he- same thing. He yep. said he made a comment. I don't know whether you, you picked up on it that he doesn't have access to. He doesn't have access at all to his social media. But you would never know that. Like looking at his social media, it, it looks like he's very much in control of it. And he sort of said, like, you know, when you're on the road for a week or two and you get all these hot girls messaging you, and but basically, he's removing that one step of opportunity yeah. from his his vision. And I think that is the key thing. Is that just? Comes down to self control, though, really. Yeah, he's that's got the a good opportunity, point. I suppose. Yeah, that's different to loyalty, isn't it? Yeah, I think a lot of it comes from this generation, though. We've got laptops, we've got yeah. Instagram, you've got social media, so it's so easy. It's like you said, there's opportunities everywhere. Whereas if we went back 50 years ago, there's no phones, you can't just message someone. Do you know what I mean? I think loyalty back then was a big thing rather than now. Or do you think it just wasn't as easy to find out? Because you would never know unless you physically followed your fella. Well, not just saying fellas. You know, <laughs> unless you you physically followed your partner and looked at the paper trail while they were writing love letters to to send to God knows where. It, it probably you know, and also 
if they couldn't phone you, where are you? They couldn't track you, where yeah. are you? You know, it was either he's at work or he's at home or he's on yeah, the commute. Suppose. So I think it's just easier to catch out now, but it's also easier to consume. Yeah, it is. But I just hear so many stories from like years and years ago from my grandma and stuff like that. And it just seems so much different to what it is nowadays. It just seems to like happen all the time. And it's like, from what I've heard um, from the past, it just never, it weren't really like a thing. I don't know. Yeah, but people say that about, um, I don't know, domestic abuse and all these other things. It's just a case that things were less reported or less caught, don't you think? Sometimes. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Because yeah. I think back yeah. in the day, like our dads and our granddads were probably a lot less likely to be loyal, personally. I know as, well, you're obviously younger than me, but as, as men of our respective generations, we've got a different view on, you know, how bad it is not to be loyal. You know, we're growing up in a different era of respect and yeah. women, women are like consent and this, and men are having like a little software update. Um, <laughs> but but back in the day, I don't think, you know, people walking around in the 60s and 70s would have thought anything about having a knee trembler behind their missus' back, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's true. That is true. And like you said, it's, it's less opportunity to get caught as well back then when there's no phones and stuff. Yeah. Imagine so, that, that, land, that landline. Hello? Yeah. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> Barry. Whereas now, whereas now, like, I've had relationships in the past where I would phone the work late night, whatever, and now I know that he obviously had, like, a call divert, so he'd be like, oh, I'm just at work. Actually, he wasn't. He was off to bang his next side piece. Oh. So it was like, but I thought I was phoning his work, but he wasn't. He was directing his call, so there's all these different things that you can do now that are yeah. quite clever and not to get caught. <laughs> I mean, what is the point to have, like, multiple women moaning? I couldn't think of anything worse. No, I, really I just know couldn't. what I couldn't. One's bad enough, never mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about loyalty itself as, as a trait? We're not talking about loyalty here in a relationship, just as a trait in itself. I think men and women, I mean, there was, of course, one famous going back to Love Island, was it Georgia? I'm like, I'm loyal, that's who I am, I'm loyal, Oh, babe. yeah. I'm loyal, babe. I'm loyal, babe. Yeah. I'm loyal, babe. It yeah. is like a badge people wear. No, I think women expect it, like, especially with girls, like, the friends expect that loyalty. And I, th- I don't know. I, th- I think I don't think it's a masculine trait. I wouldn't say it's either or. I think... Do you, do you think it's more acceptable to men to go, I'm, I'm loyal, but ultimately I'm a killer. You know, I do what I do to achieve. Yeah. If, I to, if, I to, if I have to drop some man, then I'll drop them to get to get the dollar yeah. and all that stuff. I think men are more more inclined to drop loyalty when it suits them and proudly yeah. announce it. Yeah, I am yeah. loyal, but sometimes I'm fucking not. Sometimes I take people out to get to the top. You don't hear women speaking like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like when it comes to friendships, I feel like men are more loyal than, than women. That's just my opinion, but... Expand on that. Now, now, now that you say it, you do see a little bit... I mean, the word, it's not very politically correct to use it, but the idea of bitching and stuff like that. Yeah, I literally took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say that. I just feel like women have got a lot more problems going on like in groups of friends and stuff and like if it's me if I have an argument with my mate like I forget about it like two minutes later with women it's like they'll tell the mum they'll tell their auntie they'll tell the dog <laughs> you know what I mean they tell, they just, what are you everyone, talking about like, no, it doesn't, don't it, shut up it's, it's like that <laughs> yeah it is it's like it doesn't need to be just like make up get over it like life goes yeah. on do you know what I mean as soon as something happens like the phone's engaged for about three yeah. hours because it's going around, and, and you're not going to guess now. I've got to call my cousin uh, and let her know the full <laughs> yeah, story. Uh, drooling and foaming at the mouth as I tell her what happened. <laughs> you, you, Russell calls it Radio Nonna, like mom, don't you, with my mom? Oh yeah, Radio, yeah, because her mum is like Radio Vonnie. You can't, you just can't get in there first before it's already been broadcast <laughs> on, on, yeah. on the radio. 
I'll be like, have you heard what's just happened? Yeah, Lindsay's phoned everyone and told them. We already know. It's like, that was my yeah. story. <laughs> that was my story to tell. <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually probably bang on. I think it's more a bit unspoken with men, isn't it? Whereas I think, I, th- I think men have more like larger circles. I think they've got larger circles and larger loyalty circles. Whereas I think girls have got tiny small yeah. i've got friends where they've got really big group of friends and i'll sit there and i'll hear them all bitching about each other and i'm like you guys have known each other all your lives what on earth are you saying about me behind my back and i've come in a few years later so i think i think yeah i think girls are probably on a smaller loyal scale ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door go to blue and use promo code listen to get 50 dollars off your purchase of 500 dollars or more that's code listen at blue for 50 dollars off blue code listen Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you think men are slightly quicker to get there with loyalty as well? I'm talking about earning. It's this phrase, you've got to earn my loyalty. Whereas I've been out countless times with blokes. And by the fourth pint, I'm like, it might not last, yeah, but just, I'm the just, best mates of that guy. But sometimes it does turn into a friendship can turn quite quickly. And I, and I tend to be quite sort of, I will honour that a bit and not want to slate someone that I was hanging out with. Yeah, to be fair, I, I'm I'm very similar. Like, I'll trust someone until they give me a reason not to. But with some people, it depends on your personality, I think, because some people, like, don't trust anyone and it'll take them two years to trust someone or have a bit of loyalty with them. But for, for example, like me and you, I don't see a reason not to trust someone and not be loyal to someone unless they've done something. Yeah. So it's kind of giving someone the benefit of a doubt, I think. Yeah, yeah, Callum, I'm the exact same. And and so I, going back to your question, Russ, I don't think it's male. I don't think it's like either or. I think like my best friend, we're quite opposite with that. Like I, like my mum will say to me, "God, Lindsay, like you do trust people far too quickly." And I'm and I go with feelings. Like if I get a nice warm feeling from someone, and they. I'll trust them until they give me a reason not to trust yeah. them. But my best friend's like, oh, I no, no, no. Like, I'm the opposite. Like, you've got to make me trust you. I've got, you've got to earn my trust, basically. Mm. But that, and that, then, then there's a third group of people who start from a position of distrust. Don't know you, don't know what your motivations are. So neutrality is fine. I'm, I'm going to be civil with you, but you can earn my loyalty. But there's plenty of people that start from a negative viewpoint. He looks like a pedo. He looks like yeah. a thief. <laughs> what, what's her motive? You know, people that seem to have that negative, yeah. those negative specs on. So they, they start from yeah. a distrust point of view. 
I was going to say, I think it holds people back because they're, they're worried about something that might not be even be on the radar. And then by them focusing on that, they're missing out on other things that they could be experiencing or doing or learning. It depends on your mindset, doesn't it? And how you, how you think and stuff, I think. Because I'd, I'd never look at someone straight away if they're speaking to me, for, like, what, <laughs> what the fuck's he doing? Like, you're freaking me out. I, I just, just like, I don't know. It's been normal, do you know what I mean? And you go from there. Yeah. Like sometimes people are too quick to judge, I think. What about people that we all know, people like this, people that are too loyal and end up getting hurt or damaged or getting taken advantage of? I put my hands up. I reckon I've been in that situation multiple times. I mean, we had a business situation where I was too loyal, way past where I should have been and I was being rinsed. But I've had it before in relationships, in my most serious previous relationship, way past it was obviously not going to work. Yeah. The girl, the girl was obviously head wasn't in the right place. You know, I've got no bad feelings about it, but you know, I was a bit of a mug for hanging around, basically. And I don't, I don't know what that is. Is it? I don't think you could call that a nice person if you're hanging around to the point where you're being damaged. You're just it's, learning. It's growing up. It's a part of growing up and learning up, life. Lince, I should have general. fucking learned that by now. How much more puberty do I need? <laughs> no, no, but, no, but you went through that process. You learned from it and you've never made that mistake again. So you, you have to go through those processes. Yeah. It's like coming back from bad relationships. I would never change anything about any of them because I learned so much about what I didn't want moving forward in my next relationship. And if I hadn't experienced that, I probably wouldn't be here now. I don't feel like I have learned. I feel still feel like I've still got that tendency to be overly loyal and protect someone just because back in the day, we bonded. I'd probably agree. I'd, I'd say, like, it is a lesson. Like, if you look back and think, oh, like, if you beat yourself up over it, you're never going to move on. Or you're never going to work on it and, like, progress, I think. I feel like once you do a bit of self-reflection and think, well, I was a mug back then and I'll just, I won't let that happen again, kind of thing. I think that's the best way to look at it. As long as it doesn't, like, deeply affect you, like obviously, it probably could win in some some situations, but if you just don't let it deep with fetching things, you know what? It's happened now. Let's move on. I won't let it happen again. Then you can move forward, and you won't make that mistake again. And what about work? Like I've sort I've sort of touched on it there about loyalty in the workplace and sort of backing each other in teams and stuff like that. I wonder what your experience of that is, and if you think men do that better than women. Yeah, it depends. Because uh, when obviously I went into the scaffold, we used to work in groups. We could work into groups of 20 at the time. And some obviously got on with some of them. were a bit snaky and it's, I don't know, it's kind of just learning to just work around it, I think. And just kind of not just involve yourself in it. It's like, if you want to be a snake, then see you later. Do you know what I mean? Just crack on. What do you think, Lynch? Do you think sometimes in workplaces, women are forced to like forge artificial loyalties because... Let's face it, women are paid less, they get less opportunities, they get less progression. So you get this, oh, girls have to stick together and back each other at work. And you're like, I can't stand the fucking bitch, but we've got to back each other because we're the only two girls in the office. I had this when I was working for an events company and I'd come in and all these girls had been working together for years and I came in and try, really tried hard to fit in. And they were just really nasty and horrible and I just won't put up with shit. So I'd just be like, have you got an issue with me? Like, what's your issue? What What's your problem? And you know, they sort of fall back. And I left eventually because I just thought, I, I don't hate the job anyway. And they're all dickheads. They're all bitches. But I don't want to be in an environment that doesn't suit me. Like, I, I you know, like if, be, if, if I'm unhappy in that environment, why would I stay? The money's just not worth it to me. That is another trend of younger generations, though. You talk about your dads and our granddads and our grandma's generation, but they would be loyal to a job itself. So say our grandparents were worked in a post office, they were postmasters, they'd be loyal to the idea of being a postmaster or loyal to the idea of being a nurse 
well, that's what I do. If they want to do that job, if they, if that if it's a job that they really want to do, then yeah, absolutely. Like now, I, I think that's slightly different. I think wanting to do it and feeling an emotional loyalty to the idea of a job are different things. Yeah, but I can see it as a nurse because you you it, like your job's bigger than you. Like you're helping so many people, whereas I was just helping to like transport and organize cargo. But it's across the board. I mean, we're we're in the middle of what's called the Great Resignation, where millennials are just quitting their job. They have that same philosophy, Liz. Well, I don't like it. I'm not being paid right. It doesn't please me. So why should I stay in it? My life's about me and, and finding what I want to do. Whereas yeah. our grandparents will go, well, you've trained to work in a pet yeah. shop. You own a pet shop. Yeah. It might be miserable, but you have to be loyal to the decision you've made and stick with it. It's a cultural but why shift. why life's too short? Yeah, but it, but also I think now we learn that life's too short to be unhappy. Why on earth would we want to carry on living and be uh, living or being in a relationship, being in a friendship group? If you can change something that will make you happier, why would you not change well, because, it? Well, because is it right, Callum, to always put happiness above productivity. We now live in a culture, my happiness, am I smiling? No, okay, I fuck my job off and go traveling. Yeah, is that always the right thing? Maybe we should be a bit more miserable for a bit longer and push through now and again. I don't I don't know, I really don't know because I feel like happiness comes above everything for me, personally. Yeah. I feel like if you're happy with it and you're surrounded by like bitches or whatever, but if, you, if you're happy, you're happy, aren't you? It's hard to, trying to shy, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's hard to shy away from something when you're that happy. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I think we've learned a lot since way back when, and I just I, I understand what you mean, and I do think with this snowflake generation, and they they are quitting and stuff like that. But yeah, but Linz, the consequence of what we're saying is, if happiness above all else is that we've now we've got jobs that won't be done, positions that won't be filled because people's threshold of what they're willing to take yeah. is getting lower, yeah. lower and lower. Yeah, Whereas I get that. The yeah. older generation yeah. will say, would, would stay loyal to a decision they've made despite some bumps in the road here and there. Okay, guys, we're going to take a break there. We're just on a break. Please don't cheat on me. We'll be back with more on a discussion of loyalty. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 